In the sixth chapter of the biblical book of Revelation, Jesus Christ opens a prophetic scroll sealed in seven places. As each seal is broken open, specific conditions and events prophesied to affect the entire world are revealed. Galloping free from the restriction of the first four seals are individually colored horses and their threatening riders. And I looked and behold a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow and a crown was given to him and he went out conquering and to conquer. This vision reveals specific images, symbols of something intended to help readers understand coming events. The first rider carries a bow and wears a crown. The original Greek says a laurel wreath, the ancient symbol of a conquering victor. But what does it all mean? From lockdown New York City in the Bronx. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. This is the Infinite Fringe on Truth Frequency Radio, on iHeartRadio, on HackerHameen.podbeam.com, on the Infinite Fringe.podbeam.com, Rat Sally, and anywhere else you can find the finest of podcasts. What is going on? I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody's safe. I hope everybody is as healthy as you can be. And I know that situations are different throughout the states. And situations are different throughout the world. Here in New York, admittedly by the mainstream media, if you want to go by mainstream media numbers, it's the quote-unquote epicenter of the world. Somehow, we've taken over as far as uh, cases go. I think we have more cases than Spain, just New York City right now, which is nuts. It's crazy. Um, and I can tell you this, coming from uh, from New York and and. And seeing what I'm seeing and, and talking to people, there are a lot of people dying here. And this is not a hoax. This is not a hoax. There's a, there are plenty of people that are passing away. Um, and I feel that the numbers are actually being suppressed here in New York. That's how bad it is. And we can talk about that a little bit later. But um, um, like I said, uh, I think we will come out of this. I, I think there will be some amount of normalcy that comes you know, that we can get back. Um, it's still going to be a different world when we get to the other side of it. But regardless of that, I hope everybody's doing well. And I hope wherever you're at, it's not as bad as it is here in New York City. So um, the hospitals are, you know, still empty. If you if you look at the outside of them, you know, hashtag film your hospital. But in the inside, it's probably a very different story. Um, and I'm only telling you that now because I've spoken to a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of family. A lot of medical workers now, and um, and it, it, it's just not a good situation. Right? And these are people that I trust. I trust them more than CNN. 
I trust them more than Fox News, than the BBC, or anything the mainstream media can give you. Because they're my friends. And I've known them all my life. So, if I ask people certain things and they tell me certain things, I'm going to believe it. You know, and not to mention that I've, uh, I've known a few people that have passed away already. Uh, luckily, it hasn't been direct family, thank the Lord, or direct friends. And, and still, it's, it doesn't minimize anything, but uh, not to minimize it, I mean. But it, it hasn't affected me personally yet. We have a show for you tonight uh, here on the Infinite Fringe. And uh, for a lot of you people that follow the Bible, uh, Christians, and even if you're not a Christian, you're going to want to listen to this, okay? Because it's interesting as hell, to say the least. Um, I, I brought back an old guest of ours. He is currently in Thailand, and uh, I want him to give us a little bit of a, of a glimpse as to what's going on in Thailand uh, with this lockdown, with this uh, quarantine and the coronavirus. I'm going to get his take. Uh, whether or not he thinks this thing is real or not, you know, and uh, he's going to talk to us about Corona and the tribulation and uh, the seven seals of the apocalypse. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Brian Taylor is here with me from Brian, Brian Taylor YouTube channel. That's B.R. Taylor on YouTube. Some of the best videos out there. If you want to get into astrology, incredible stuff. And uh, you, you should go take a look and I'm going to link it up here on the show notes for this episode. Brian, how are you? Greetings on your return to the Infinite Fringe. Yes, it's nice to be back. Um, it's a pleasure to talk to you again. It's a pleasure um, to talk out to you. Here, out here in Thailand, in one of the southern provinces on the east coast, um, <clears throat> about two hours from Bangkok. Um, we don't have full lockdown here yet. When we, every day we seem to have a new restriction being imposed uh, by the authorities. Um, we can no longer go down the beach. We're still free to walk the streets up to 10 o'clock at night when there's a curfew. <clears throat> uh, most of the shops and uh, normal activities ceased. Um, the restaurants and bars are all closed. A lot of the hotels are now closed. So I think it's just a matter of time until they add to it. But we're going to have to see how the uh, spread of this virus uh, has an impact on future decision making. Right. Uh, they don't seem to have uh, the numbers here in Thailand that you're getting in America and some of the European countries. Uh, we don't seem to have... Uh, massive rate and they're only at a small rate of death as well so whether it's to do with the hot weather or what it's 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 puzzling right all these european countries and the united states getting hit kind of hard you know not all of the european countries but italy and uh the states are getting hit hard and and um you know uh china of course that's where it originated from in wuhan and uh I hear that uh, there's some cases in Japan now that that you know it's just getting around. It's getting around. So hopefully it it uh, it leaves you guys alone. But we still have the governments to deal with because they're taking full advantage of all of this and uh, really yeah. pushing forward their agenda for a quote unquote new world order. We've heard that term 
several times, and now it is here. Your thoughts on that, Brian, before we get into the meat of the show? Absolutely. There's, uh, there's going to be no crisis that's not left um, without them using it to their full advantage to uh, implement another tier of uh, globalization tactics. Um, so this is uh, ticking all the boxes for them. Um, and um, I don't think I don't think they're going to roll back some of the um, policies that they've implemented, even if the virus has been eradicated. I think they'll still cling on to some of these dra- draconian measures that they've put in place. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I don't think they're going to. I mean, that's the whole purpose of something like this, right? If it came out of a bioweapons lab, which which I believe it did, that's the narrative I choose to believe. It resonates with me a little more than everything else. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, people are talking about, you know, um, uh, what is it? It's it's uh, 5G or viruses don't exist and it's something else altogether. I, I don't know. I don't know. It could very well be 5G at a bare minimum will screw yeah. with people's um, immune system at a bare minimum. So... 5G is not absolved of the situation here, but um, I think this came out of a bioweapons lab. I think it is a bioweapon as of right now, and um, and I think it's doing work, and uh, and we have to keep an eye on it and see what it does to people later on because it stays in people's systems, you know? So uh, we have to see. We have to see what happens. Anyway, Brian, you've been doing incredible work. I've been watching your videos. You've been kind enough to send some to me when uh, they get done and they're fantastic you always do fantastic videos all your books great stuff now uh corona uh took over and you are analyzing it from an astrological point of view and um you put a video out uh, corona and the tribulation it's only six minutes i think if 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 i'm not mistaken so people have no excuse you need to go watch this video i'm probably going to tweet it out um, but it's fantastic. And I, I reached out to you immediately because the, I mean, you're not, you know, there's a lot of people that are signaling this. They're saying, whoa, it's the end times. Now I don't necessarily subscribe to that whole point of view right now. Okay. I, I, I we need to, last time I said this, this, <laughs> it didn't work out. So let me not say that. Like, I, I, I hope it's not, I hope it's not the tribulation. Okay. I hope we're not getting down that road. Okay. If it is, we need to get our souls prepared ASAP. But um, what's the deal here? What did you see? What made you go down this road? And then we'll explain it a bit. Well, all my work comes from an astrological perspective. I use uh, the ancient um, <clears throat> the ancient um, wisdom of astrology because it's the longest surviving language known to man. It goes all the way back five or six thousand years to the Sumerian and it's it hasn't changed much in all those uh, millennia there was a benchmark for human society to relate to the macrocosm and the microcosm and the logos which is the universal consciousness <clears throat> the universal consciousness it gives you a diagrammatic um, representation how we fit into this puzzle uh, and what and what it all means <clears throat> excuse me so when you understand the cycles of astrology 
it can give you a um, an idea of what uh, energetic frequencies are going to influence human consciousness in the future. So we we we're going through the point now in history where we're coming out of an age or an epoch. The age of Pisces is almost over. And we're entering into the age of Aquarius, which is a whole new epoch of different flavored energies coming from the universe. It has a different ruling planet. The old age of Pisces was ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter was a planet of optimism, goodwill, good fortune. And the... Uh, it was an expansive planet of abundance. <clears throat> In the Christian religion, they adopted Jesus. His name comes from Jupiter Zeus, which is the he he is the personified ambassador of the planet and the epoch, the age of Pisces. So Jupiter Zeus was the character that they held out forward to, um, as their ambassador of the age. So now we're moving into this new age, ruled by Saturn. We are going to have a, a whole different um, orientation of energies influencing the human consciousness. Right, right. So, let, let me jump reason. in here real quick, Brian. It's just, I just want you to... And we've spoken about this before on the show, but we have a lot of new listeners and I want um, everybody to get a sense of what, you know, because everybody hears Saturn and they're like, oh my God, it's evil. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the black cube and all this other stuff. And, and, you know, the Saturnian death cult, the whole deal. Uh, just explain a little bit about what we're going into, what the epoch we're going into. Like, uh, what is Saturn? What does it represent? Well, Saturn is one of the outer planets that we can see with our naked eye. And the, um, the glyph for Saturn is a cross over a crescent, whereas the glyph for Jupiter is the opposite. It's a crescent over a cross. And these glyphs represent the energetic construct of the planet. So, for instance, Saturn with the cross over the crescent means it holds materialism the material matter over the spiritual, whereas before it was the spiritual over the material. This is why Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this earth. And they always say in the, that Saturn rules, Satan rules, the, he's the prince of the earth. He rules the earthly realm. Uh, so it rules materialism, Saturn. So we're going to go through a a 2,000 year period of uh, losing our spiritual identity or losing the spiritual aspect of our nature. It's going to be more materialistic. Um, that's, that's Saturn. But there's also another um, part of the equation. In, uh, since the rediscovery of um, Uranus, in the 19, uh, the 18th century, <clears throat> Uranus was discovered 
and the the astrologers at the time gave Uranus the shared the first 1,000 years of the age of Aquarius um, with Saturn. So we have the planet. Uh, we, we also have the planet Uranus um, offering its energy to the human consciousness as well as Saturn. And Uranus is the planet of revolution, rebellion, individuality, new technology, um, and out of the blue events. So we've got two sparring partners here influencing human consciousness. So if you want to control the, um, the, 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 the minds of the masses and try and prevent um, Uranus energy influencing their uh, collective consciousness, then you'd have to do something from uh, on a global level. <clears throat> so maybe maybe this, they've got some method to shield us from Uranus energy while they're allowing Saturn energy to get through. Um, <clears throat> I'm just no, I'm just speculating here. Right. But um. It's to their advantage to have more Saturn energy because Saturn is the planet of control, order, restriction. It, uh, it rules all government agencies, banking systems. It's, uh, it, it's necessary. It's, it's a necessary energy in order to, um, <clears throat> to, to, to organize things in life. You need Saturn's energy. It's not all bad. There are good aspects to it, necessary aspects to it. If you're running a company, company you need a lot of organization, structure, control. So you need a lot of, uh, you could call it satanic energy, um, Saturn's influence. But if you wanted to go and play and run around the beach, acting like a child and being free, you want Jupiter's optimistic, free, jovial um, energy. Uh, you, 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 each planet has its own individual characteristics, so you, you, you can draw from these planets. Uh, you can draw their energies and um, create. A, these are what all these different religions do. They they draw off different planets right. and cre create an ideology around a one specific planet. That's monotheism. Monoplanet worship. Right. So um. Uh Let's get into it. Let's get into the Corona aspect of it. And, and this is what's plaguing us. And it's look, it looks like uh, it doesn't look like right. It, it is happening. There's a lot more restrictions, a lot more laws. Right. And we aren't allowed to do half of the things that we used to be allowed. It's almost as if the veil is coming off and and um, they're letting us know uh, we completely and totally control you. And that fits with with Saturn. You know, and uh, and that epoch that we're supposed to be entering, and I want you to describe that as we move along. But let's start off with the coronavirus and and what you see uh, astrologically wise. Well, they always they say in Revelations that uh, there's the passing of one epoch into another epoch. Uh, we're passing the old, leaving the old epoch of Pisces behind entering into this new epoch. So there's, they talk about a time of tribulation. A seven-year period uh, of tribulation where 
the whole world seems to go into a, a decline and chaos. And this tribulation period starts off after the um, after the end of the era of the church, which I would regard as the end of the Piscean age. Um, so it starts off with the um, in Revelation six. You have a lamb at the side of at the side of God, and the lamb reveals certain seals. He opens the seals, and he sees into the future. <clears throat> and the first one is, I watched as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say, in a voice like thunder, come. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow, and he was given a crown and rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. So there's a lot of information here from an astrological perspective. First of all, we have the lamb. He's the one opening the seal. So the lamb in astrology represents Aries. It's the start of the uh, astrological year, the zodiac. So we're starting at... Um, the spring equinox and the he's talking about he sees a white horse and anything to do with horses in the ancient mythologies and ancient texts horses represent a journey either a journey on land or a journey through time and in this case it's a journey through time it's a journey from the spring equinox to a point of whiteness, the white horse, which is a specific color, because the other horses of the apocalypse are different colors. So the he's talking so that the color of the horse represents a journey of the sun to a specific point on the zodiac wheel. The white sun will be right at the top. It's the, it's the brightest position. For the sun to occupy. So the sun is going on a journey from the spring equinox to the summer solstice. And this and this horse has a rider wearing a crown. The word crown is from a Latin word corona. He's wearing a corona on his head. And the rider held, holds a bow and he is given a crown. And he rides out as a conqueror bent on conquest. So is this coronavirus, is it just consequential that we are seeing this at this time of the year as uh, just a coincidence? Or does it mark the opening of the first seal? What you have to also bear in mind is the beginning of this year, on the 12th of January, 2020, there was a very important uh, celestial lineup of two major planets. Very important planets. When Pluto and Saturn joined in the heavens in a conjunction, big things happened. They only joined together every 40 years. And they joined together in 
the sign of Capricorn. Anyway, so these two planets, Pluto and Saturn. Pluto is the bulldozer of the zodiac. It, it plows through anything which it, <laughs> which it enters into. And with Saturn, Saturn can be the Grim Reaper. So you've got the Grim Reaper riding a bulldozer, uh, hitting this point in time, initiating the starting point of, of events. Even though it was on January the 12th, the, the coronavirus was just starting out. It was just beginning. But when you hit the, 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 the um, spring equinox, all hell seemed to break loose. You just look at the chart and how, how it how it goes up on a uh, huge gradient after the spring. Right. And now we're in the real depths of it. So this could possibly be, I'm only theorizing here, this could possibly be the opening of the first seal. Incredible. What, what, yeah, anything you want to say on that? Oh, no, no, no. Go right ahead. you got the floor. Well, the, the other interesting aspect is there is also... Um, the lamb opens the second seal. When the lamb opens the second seal, I heard a living, I heard a second living creature say, come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was given a large sword. Okay. So we, we go back to the Zodiac. We've opened the first quarter of the zodiac on the first seal. Now, if we open the second quarter from the summer solstice to the autumn equinox, this could be the second seal. Because the red horse represents the color of the sky. And it's a journey from the previous position. So the color of the sky... Um, um, at the autumn equinox is depicted as red because the autumn equinox also represents 6 p.m. at night on a daily cycle of the zodiac. And that's when the sun goes down. That's when the sky is red. So it represents that portion of the, of the zodiac chart. And that is from summer solstice to the autumn equinox. The interesting thing about that is that Saturn at the moment is uh, about six degrees away from Pluto. Next month, Saturn goes retrograde. It will start to move back towards Pluto for a second conjunction. And when these two planets meet, all hell breaks loose. So could this be the opening of the second seal during our summer, the Western summer, during those months of the year. And if that's the case, <clears throat> then we could be looking at something even more um, disastrous. I don't want to frighten people, but so what's your thoughts on that? Does it make sense to you? Uh, Brian, it makes sense, man. I, I you know, I, <laughs> it makes sense. You know, I, I just hope... Um... It's not the case, you know. 
uh, the the stars tell us many things, you know, and it's 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 cyclical up there, right? And you can map out certain things. I think it's the basis of what you do. And yeah. um, for for you to uh, to zone in on this stuff is is uh, is good, in particular, what we're experiencing, right? And and with the first uh, with the white horse and 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 the guy with the crown, the corona, right? We know these names are are meticulously picked. It's not like they just come up. Oh well, I'm I'm holding a Corona right now, a beer. Let's 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 name it the coronavirus. Yeah, that's what we'll do. No, it's, it doesn't work that way. You know, the, these well, people. Also, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Also, the establishment have a lot of history of uh, using astrology. Right. The kings and queens of Europe used to have their own astrologers, the best team of astrologers that were available. So they knew how to play this system. And what they can do is they can home in on certain astrological um, uh, planetary lineups and they can say to themselves, okay, we've got this certain energy coming in from the universe. We can use that to our advantage, even though it might only be a slight uh, influence on human consciousness. We can exaggerate it by playing our hand into the public realm equally uh, and, and, and use this opportunity to throw out their gauntlet. You understand? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it, and I wanted to do this show. I wanted to make sure we got this out and, 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 and uh, people heard the information. You know, but with everything going down to think of, and, and people are already saying it, oh my God, it's the end times, it's, it's the end times. Now, well, now, it's not the end times. Right, yeah, it's right, end, that's where I was getting at. Go ahead, go ahead. It's not the end times, it's just the tribulation. It's, yes. the, it's, the, it's the changing of the guards. We are changing from one epoch to the next. And in order to go through this change, you have birth pains. So you're going to have stress and talk and different, we've got to... We're basically clearing out the closet of the old system, the old ways of doing it, the old Piscean ways, because no longer is Jupiter ruling this new age. It's Saturn. Saturn's going to be ruling. So Saturn is going to be the the, the dominant force, order, control, restriction, frustration, limitation, and loss. So if we don't go along with it, we're going to be battling against not only ourselves and each other. We're going to be battling against cosmic energy. So you can make, you can end up pulling your hair out. So as long as you understand what's going on from the energies, you can still have a good life. But you, we, we're going through this change period, uh, and it, it, according to this um, revelations tribulation period, it's only seven years. I mean, seven, seven years is a long time, yeah, but in the great scheme of things, it's only seven years. But it looks like it's pushing along a lot quicker if we just opened the first one and the second seal is about to be opened up. You know, it, it feels... Also, mm-hmm. What's also, up? Also, also, there's another aspect of this. What's up? If you, if you break down a whole epoch, you break down a whole epoch of 2,160 years, and you divide that epoch again into another 12 houses of the zodiac. You start with Aries. Aries starts every single epoch. So you've got 180 years of, 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 uh, of a 
portion, you understand what I'm saying here? We're following. Yeah, you've got the whole zodiac um, broken down within this 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 epoch of, of Aquarius. So we start off with 180 years of Aries, then another 180 years would be Taurus, then another 180 years Gemini, blah, blah, blah. So if you go back to the Piscean age and you apply that uh, philosophy, you start off, the, the first 180 years was ruled by was an Aryan mini-epoch ruled by Mars. This Mars is the god of war. This is when the Roman Empire was going out doing its killing and butchering and taking over. It's, uh, Mars is the planet of proactive movement. It was marching, martial-like, marching everywhere, taking over. Okay, And then after 180 years of the Piscean of that part, portion of the Piscean Age, you get to um, uh, um, Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. Venus is a nice planet. A thing calmed down by then. For that 180 years, the, 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 the Roman Empire had calmed down. It was, it was just um, holding on to its territory. And a lot of historians think that they were the golden years of the Roman Empire. Anyway. So then you've got Gemini afterwards. Gemini is the two twins. And what happened to the Roman Empire? It split. It had two minds. It had it had two different um, had Byzantine and also Rome. So it split because you've got Gemini, the two minds. Um, anyway, I've done a whole video about this, so you can watch that one. <clears throat> but if that's the case, and we're starting 180 years with a mini epoch of the Aquarian age. It's ruled by Mars. So we're going to have a lot of martial-like activity on top of all this um, opening of the seals. It's going to be dominated by a controlling martial-like um, energy. Um, but that's going to go on for a long time in the background. It's awful. Oh. Oh, where's the news? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's hope we don't need it, right? So, I mean, j just to clarify, let's, uh, let, let's, uh, let's give some, some positiveness, some positivity, yeah, I should say. Oh, yeah, let's get, let's um, get positive. Because, right, we have, so we're entering the age of Saturn, correct? Yeah, in the old, in the old school astrology, mm -hmm. Saturn dominated and ruled the whole of the Aquarian Age uh, and also Capricorn. Okay. So, uh, I think this is the way I see a uh, guy who wrote Star Wars. This is how I see it. He, he's projecting for the future. He's not talking about a time in the past. This is how it's going to be in the future. You've got the, uh, the Empire building their Death Star. Because the Death Star looks exactly like one of the Saturn's moons called Mimis. Mm. Mimis. It, it looks exactly the same. It's got that indentation. You know. um, so you've got you've got um, the the um, the elite running the empire, 
building their Death Star and trying to control everybody, where you've got the Republic on the ground, uh, they're, uh, they're, all, they're, they're trying to draw in the energy of Uranus, being rebellious, and the rebels, and blah, blah, blah. He's trying to use new technology to, uh, just to destroy the Empire. Um, this seems to be the, the looking into the future. This seems to be our that that's our that's the way it seems to be going from an astrological perspective. Um, because it does say that in the Bible, um, after one thousand years, Satan will be released from his cage. Because after a thousand years, Uranus will just will lose its. Um, joint um, rulership over the Aquarian age and it will it will go out the picture like Jupiter is going now and then that part of the Bible will is going to be played out after 1,000 years Saturn Satan will be released from his cage and then he'll control the next the final 1,000 years of this epoch plus the whole of the next epoch All right, man. All right, <laughs> let's let's um let's hope, right? Let, let let's hope that um that we've uh, got to draw draw in the energy from Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hope, man. And, and 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 you know, you said it. Just because we're entering uh, the the age of Saturn doesn't mean it's going to be all bad, right? But there are, you know, I mean, it, it just correlates, and that's what scares me a little bit, Brian, because it it score it correlates with everything that's going on right now. Everything, you know, that's is right. is uh, is Saturnian, you know, in nature. Well, that's why I'm continuing with this research and writing these books and making these videos because it all correlates. Right. The more I, the more I find out about this, the more it makes sense and the more, the more profound it becomes. Um, it's uh, it's fascinating. It's certainly fascinating, and and we can use it to. Uh, improve ourselves and put ourselves in a better position also as as things progress listen we're all going to be all right it's going to be tough yeah, and to go ahead go ahead go ahead brian that's right it's going to be tough but there's nothing to fear because there is a light at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. and it's not a train coming <laughs> that's beautiful go ahead tell us continue man that, that was dope no there is after this tribulation period, because it's going to happen, it says it's going to happen at the end of the Piscean Age. Mm -hmm. And we are at the end of the Piscean Age. We've been at the end of from 2012 onwards. But these ages don't just happen overnight. It's like a watercolor merging with another color. It's a, it's a, it's a progression of uh, energies dissolving and one dissolving and one... Um, promoting itself and pushing forward. Um, so it, 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 the reason why a lot of people's lives seem to feel like everything's turning upside down. Well, it, it is all turning upside down from a paradigm shift because we're going from the crescent over a cross of Jupiter to the cross over a crescent of Saturn. It's a paradigm shift of 180 degrees. So people intrinsically inside feel that the whole world's turning upside down. But that's why. Because <laughs> it literally is. Literally. It literally. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Wow, man. Wow. 
deep stuff, Brian. You know, and I would encourage everybody to go over there and take a look at the videos and, and you could see the crest and you'll know exactly what it is that Brian is talking about once you see it. Because literally, uh, a Jupiter's crest and Saturn's, Saturn's crest are the same thing. It's just flipped upside down. Literally. So um, definitely something to go see. Brian, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find your work, the whole deal. Um. Well, at the moment, I've I've only got a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, you type in B R Taylor, metaphysics or astrotheology. Metaphysics is probably the one. B R Taylor metaphysics, and it should bring up my YouTube channel. I also have. I'm also on Twitter. I post a new. I post a new video every day. On well, not a new video, but I I put a video up. Uh, one of my old videos or a new one. Um, so every day I'm putting something up there. I'm trying to build followers and um, subscribers, but it's a slow process and uh, it's not easy under these circumstances with the the, the way um, YouTube and Facebook's algorithms are suppressing alternative views. Um, so uh, I'm waiting for that big heavy boot to be lifted off my head. <laughs> But um, oh, I also have four books out there um, for sale on Amazon, even though all the book sales have completely dried up because of the uh, coronavirus, and I suppose the factories are all closed. Right. Uh, I do. I did have, I don't know whether it's still running, but I do have a book promotion on eBay for uh, The Left Hand Path, which is my latest book. That's your newest there book. A- we haven't We haven't discussed that. We need oh, to have you back really to discuss that. Go ahead. Oh, that'll, that'll blow your mind, that one. I believe oh, yes. it. It's, a, it's based around Kabbalah. Kabbalah is a very, very ancient form of astro magic. And it's, um, well, it's based on an astro magic. And it, 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 it gives you a, a diagrammatic uh, representation of, of, of the human connection to the Logos how you can either go up the tree of life or down the tree of death. So that's a very interesting. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to make sure we bring you back to talk about that. We've, we've brought you on for all of your books. Well, we didn't do, we didn't do the first three in detail. We did them grouped in and maybe we should do that. Just chop them up and, and, and do, do them in detail. Uh, We did the metaphysical diet. Uh, We haven't done the left-hand path. So I definitely want to bring you on for that at some point. Brian, listen, you stay safe out there, okay? Um, And thank you so much. We'll stay in contact as we typically do. And I I want to make sure you're okay out there, man. And I know you will be, you know, but everybody that listens to The Fringe, everybody that's tuning in, listen, I I, I love you guys. And I I don't just say that. I mean that. And I want all of you to be safe. And I want all of you to get prepared. Uh... And, you know, we're in the middle of this, and or maybe we're at, uh, what is it, Mario Cuomo, I mean, uh, Andrew Cuomo here in New York actually said something of merit. Um, and he was quoting Winston Churchill, and he's like, well, it's, it's uh, we might be at the end of the beginning of this. And we, that, that means we have a, lot, a whole lot more to go, and we need to prep for it, man. I don't know what the future is going to bring. 
And uh, I do think we will have some return to what used to be. It's going to look a bit different, but we'll we'll return there. But afterwards, man, I don't know, man. I don't. I just don't know. And I know a lot of you don't know either. But we got to keep going. So the best thing to do when you don't know is to prepare for all, all um, possible endings here, you know, and just uh, make sure you have everything covered. Brian, closing thoughts, and we're getting out of here. Closing thoughts is uh, be positive, stay safe, and everything will be okay in the end. Beautiful. That's uh, Brian Taylor, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Infinite Fringe. You guys make sure you come back and listen. We got a couple more shows to drop on your head before the end of the month. And uh, it's going to be fun. So we will keep everyone posted as to what's going on and what happens here in New York City and and, uh, and what's happening out there in the world. Okay, everybody take it easy. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye.